Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Happy 2024. Take the blackers, but we call you all now. My name is Dan Selke. You are Daniel Roman, and we are the co-hosts. Uh, of Take the Black Live, the winteriscoming.net chat show, where we go over all the latest and greatest news in the worlds of fantasy, sci-fi, movies, TV. Thanks to everybody showing up. Hello, Nicole. Hello, Julie. Happy New Year to you all. It is good to be back. Looking forward to a whole new year of um, scintillating insights and uh, breaking news (laughs) and just enjoying our company, your company, everybody's company. Daniel, how's your 2024 going so far? It's off to an interesting and nice start. <laughs> it's been I, terrible. Yeah, it's no, it's been great. Uh, I had a very relaxing holiday. I'm super excited to be back. Hello to everybody in the chat. Nice to see you there, Robert Harris. Uh, Dan, how was your new year? Crazy. Uh, brief banter. We've been moving. This is a whole new Ooh. house I'm in here. God, it, it nice. was exhausting. Like between Christmas, work, moving, finding subleasers for our old place, moving into this new place. Absolutely insane. But it's finally cool. calming down. Finally. And I just want to relax by the only way I know how, which is talking about <laughs> all things TV, movies, sci-fi, fantasy with you and you That's- all out there. Hey, Robert, how you doing? And uh, on our last show, which was uh, two weeks ago, before a Christmas, year ago, for Christmas, it was last year. It was last year. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't want to fight you on pedantry saying a year ago okay. the difference between, but I guess technically, good call. That's fair. Fair, uh, fair. We broke down the top fifteen shows of twenty twenty three. What was our number one? The Last of Us, of course, it was. Uh, yeah, we ended up doing that. Yep. yep. And for the first show of this year, we are going to forecast the 15 most anticipated shows of 2024 the 15 most hype shows if you will the ones that we're most excited about the ones that we think have the best chance of popping off and becoming something the shows we think by the end of this year we'll be looking back and saying that was a good one should we put that in first second or third uh that's what we're hoping for with this list of 15 now some of we couldn't fit on every show coming up this year. We had limited to 15 yeah. because we have standards and we are classy. Uh, so we are going to leave some shows off the final list. But uh, in the spirit of equanimity, let's uh, go through some honorable mentions first. Uh, we're not going to talk about Beacon 23, which was an MGM plus sci-fi show that you watched. But I just- did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually finished Beacon 23 over the break. Uh, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and Beacon 23 is coming back next year, but we had to make some hard yes, decisions about about what we could fit on the list in order to keep it to 15. So alas, Beacon 23 is not on the list. Uh, it doesn't quite have like the, the, the mind share, I guess, to, to get on there. But it, it, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. 
Yeah. Uh, Severance season two, really cool show. Apple TV Plus. I yeah. don't know if it's actually going to come out this year. So we decided Apple, on yeah. that. They're being cagey about release dates. So we're going to be cagey right back and not include it <laughs> on our list. Uh, we will not discuss The Penguin, the Batman spinoff show starring Colin Farrell as The Penguin. As fun as that would be. Yeah. I don't know what that's just going to be like, but we're not, we'll, we'll find out when it comes. We're not talking about it now. Um, yep. Neither of the Marvel shows coming out this year making our list, either Agatha All Along or whatever they're calling it, or Daredevil Born Again, because Daredevil Born yep. Again might not actually make it out this year. And the Agatha Correct. show, it's hard to get tired of Marvel stuff, and I don't know what they can do about it, but um, putting out some great material could be a start. So we're just going to yeah. glide past Marvel things. Yeah, this is a uh, it's a testament to where Marvel's at in our, you know, general public opinion, but also our sphere that Marvel, that was when we started discussing which shows were going to be on the most hype list. That was one of the first cuts where I was like, we are either of us that excited. Marvel needs to win back the goodwill this year. That's there you go. the hope for them. What else is in uh, the honorable mentions? I'll stop cutting you off now so you can actually. Oh, no, no you should. I, I, I want to be a conversation. <laughs> okay. And Julie wants to. Julie wants the Umbrella Academy on there. You'll have to wait and see, Julie. In a couple of minutes, I swear to God. It's on there, don't worry. Where, though? We'll see. Um, <laughs> and Nicole has good bets with House of the Dragon, three-body problem after the last airbender are all on there. I guess you'll find out, but yeah, they're all on there. Uh, other honorable <laughs> mentions, Vikings Valhalla Season 3, Invincible Season 2 Part 2, just a little, not quite enough, and the third season of Vox Machina, which are all good shows, but just didn't quite make the cut. But Daniel, what is on our list of most hype shows for 2024? Okay, should I just run through the list and then Why we'll not? go through? Okay. Why not? So on our, our 15 shows we're going to be ranking here, <clears throat> uh, we have <laughs> House of the Dragon. Big surprise. Oh. Welcome. In case you didn't know, we are a Game of Thrones website. Um, the Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power Season it's 2. back, baby. That's right. It is back. Uh, look out. Elrond has some politics to do some stuff. Um, oh, Angie Beth says the White Lotus. Sorry, Angie. It's not sci-fi or fantasy. So even though we're both, I assume, going to watch it, it's not on the list. Oh, totally. Um, so yeah, House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, Halo Season 2, um, Avatar The Last Airbender, the live action uh, adaptation. Nicole's um, correct. Nicole's correct. Three Body Problem, which is the new Ooh. show from Game of Thrones showrunners David Benioff and Dan Weiss, based on a very influential uh, Chinese science fiction book series. Um, oh. Fallout uh, over on Prime Video from the Westworld creators, based on a hit video game series. Uh, Doctor Who, season 14 with the new doc. Uh, Nikuti Gatwa is out this year. Uh, so we're going to just... Discuss that one. The that Umbrella. Cute. It could be cute. Uh, the Umbrella Academy. Fourth and final season. Four. Of course. Arcane season two. This is one I'm real excited for. Arcane is coming back next year. Um, the Boys season four. And oh, then Star Trek Strange New Worlds season three. Uh we can throw in Discovery Season 5, too. But Star Trek. We're going to talk about Star Trek. There's a All lot of Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars The Acolytes. And we may also mention uh, the, the Skeleton Crew, uh, which is the other Star Wars show 
supposedly coming out next year. Um, couple left. The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live, that's the Rick and Michonne spinoff. Uh-huh. Interview with the Vampire oh. Season 2. Yeah, that one's coming back. And last, but certainly not least, Outlander oh, Season 7, Part 2. And that one gets on for a Part 2 uh, because it's like eight episodes, the, well, the second more, part. It's, yeah. yeah, it's practically a whole other season. Uh, they did a supersized seventh season, unlike Invincible, which is just four more episodes. So, sorry, Invincible release all your episodes in one year and we can put you on a list. Uh, Clearly, I'd love to talk more about Invincible, but um, right? I, I worry they're sort of bungling the marketing for that show or like the rollout a bit. I hope not because I think it's really good, but um, yeah. we'll see uh, what the next episodes have in store. But no, yes. let's get to it, Daniel. Why don't you and I give our uh, definitive, unassailable, and completely correct rankings of how hype these shows are and yeah um to the person who suggested the white lotus uh i'll watch the white lotus angie but yeah the, this is mostly for uh sci-fi and fantasy shows and yep. i don't think we could quite put the white lotus on there <laughs> even though it's out of this world how entertaining it is all right daniel i'll get us started really quickly and just say what i think is gonna be pretty I'm going to guess this is kind of uncontested, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, is there a reality where House of the Dragon isn't at the top of the list, number one? I want to say yes, Ooh. just to be a contrarian, but no, they're, like, let's be real. There is not. I think it's pretty safe to say that out of the shows on this list, House of the Dragon is probably the one we're all most excited for. What, what do you think, Dan? Should there be a reality? some weird wormhole reality where there's a different show as number one on this list. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, my short answer is no. Uh, my, okay. my, 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 my second answer after our disrespond to Julie here, quickly too. Of course you can. Toss out yeah. where you think that these shows should go on the list, and we do listen to you. I remember that the last time when we did the show, the the best of twenty twenty three. I think we, I think Julie, you suggested something, and we put it on a higher spot because you suggested it. It helps break ties. It but does. yeah, um, it does House of the Dragon? I mean, not only was this Game of Thrones prequel series one of the more talked about shows in twenty twenty two, it actually was quite good. Which yeah. isn't necessarily always uh, guaranteed. I genuinely want to see what happens. I feel like that show really conjured up some of the old excitement around Game of Thrones. I thought it yep. had, hopefully still has, the kind of um, gripping drama and uh, the ability to inspire discussion between episodes that the old show used to have. I want to see what happens next. I want to see what happens with Rhaenyra. I want to see how the war goes. I want to see what 
crazy shenanigans Damon Targaryen gets up to next. I want to see yeah. if there's any more inappropriate romance between close blood relations. I want to see some drag, probably. I want to see some dragon fights. I genuinely want to see what happens next. They have my attention. They have my interest. I think it's number one, and I don't think it could be terrible. Like, this is most hype. It's not it's best. Not. So we'll see what happens at the end of the year. But right now, in terms of what I want to see, that's number one. Yeah. So that's an important distinction here. So these rankings are which ones we are most excited to watch in, and which ones we think will make the biggest splash, uh, not necessarily which ones we think will be the <laughs> finest cinema. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I totally agree. I think House of the Dragon season one was great. Season two is going to be more familiar in terms of like the format, you know, without sure. the time jumps and stuff. So like Game of Thrones viewers, we're going to have some big battles. We're going to have some dramatic deaths. It's going to be epic. Uh, there's just no question that it's the our most anticipated show of the year. Uh, we would probably be in need of finding different jobs if it wasn't. So <laughs> let's <laughs> let's get so from House of the Dragon, unassailable one. Do we want to jump down to 15 or do we want to do this, Dan? Well, we're getting some good suggestions. So I think people seem to be in agreement that House of the Dragon should be number one, which is great. Julie <laughs> is saying that anything Star Wars at the bottom and she mm. wants to see Umbrella Academy number two, Outlander number three, The Boys number four, Walking Dead number five, which are all good suggestions. It's also, be hard Robert for you, Harris Julie, is this a, show. <laughs> it, it might be. Maybe not. We'll see. And Robert Harris is recommending The Blue-Eyed Samurai, which I hear is great. I still don't watch oh, that great. one, but I, I should get around to it because everyone tells me it's wonderful. George R. Um, R. Martin liked it. He Even did. George, George is R. recommending R. it. Even jo And George R. Martin has, has standards. I was going to say he has. He, he absolutely does. Yeah, are they high? Are they low? I'd say they're just, they're there. He definitely has standards. Um, I do like the suggestion of what about and last? Would everything Star Wars go down there? Or is there something else in this list that would go better in the last place spot? Um, no, there is not. <laughs> so the, we'll be transparent yeah, here for, for the viewers. I, I almost argued against even having Star Wars on this sure. list. Because I'm so not hyped. Just like Marvel, I think Star Wars has a lot of uh, goodwill with fans. It needs to win back, even though maybe a little less. Because like a lot of people liked Ahsoka. I was real yeah. lukewarm on Ahsoka. I liked some things about it, but I felt they really dropped the ball with other things. Um, I think that they're they're diluting the brands a bit, just like Marvel. So, yeah. It, mm -hmm. Do, is there something you're less hyped for out of our 15 shows than The Acolyte? Even though I that mean, would probably ones... be good, but it's just Star Wars. It's, it, God, it sucks for them so much. You're it right. Does. Even if it is good, it's just hard to summon enthusiasm these days for Marvel, for Star Wars, which is their own doing. They put out so yes. much. I just find it hard to get excited about... Yeah. Uh, the acolyte and i i know i kept writing skeleton crew as skeleton key i guess that's how little i care about it um <laughs> they might be decent but lukewarm has been the temperature of the galaxy far far away for a minute now yep. and i just find it hard to summon much anticipation i mean 
I could yeah. see Halo being at the bottom of the list. I don't have any interest in that either. Um, I think Halo is probably going to be near the bottom of the list, but I, yeah, I'm going to say I think Star Wars should be lower um, because okay. I, personally, if I if I get to be the tie-breaking vote on Halo, which I guess it's not really a tie-breaking, whatever, I think I'm more excited to see what Halo does with a second season than mm-hmm. like another Star Wars show launching. Um, mm. Even though this one has like like Carrie Ann Moss, it has the guy from Squid Game. It has a good cast. True. It's just like, yeah, it's it's just hard to summon enthusiasm, like you said. That's kind of what it comes back to. Um, and you know, I I don't say this happily or lightly. I'm a very mm. long time Star Wars nerd from childhood, but eh. So yeah, we can put Halo at fourteen if you want. I'm good for Star Wars at 15. The Acolyte, Skeleton, Key Crew, whatever it ends up being. Yeah, yeah it, they've got to try something different. They've got to all be as good as Andor, or this is the cut back and just focus on one. That's what I would have done from the start. Um, I have some folk talking about Orphan Black, which apparently might be getting a remake this year. I recall Vega, they were going to remake that show. Right? A spinoff. I don't know. Yeah, it's on the list because we, we forgot about it. There's a lot of TV out there. We can't put everything on there. But True. Orphan Black was cool. I, I haven't seen it. Out. As for uh, number fourteen, could Halo yeah. go in there? Anything else? Well, that what could, else is? Yeah, like be on that level of meh. I mean, okay, you're not gonna like this. Uh, some of the people watching. I mean, personally, I am not that excited about. I, I just, I, I've never, I can't get into Outlander. I've, I've never made an <laughs> earnest, huge attempt. It's not going to be number 14. It's too big. It's too beloved. It's, t- it's, it's too, too good. Popular. It's <laughs> like too good. Outlander, so, whether you like it or not, it's a good show. Like it's a well-made, well-written, well-produced, sure. great show. Uh, okay. okay so, so Outlander is low on your list. I, I'm I'm so sorry to Julie, but I think the Umbrella Academy is pretty low on my list too. I like the Umbrella Academy. I mean, w- w- what I've seen, I, I didn't watch the most recent season. I like yeah. how you didn't even watch it. <laughs> you didn't watch the most but recent I, season. But I liked the first two. I, I okay. liked how um, kind of fizzy and fun and uh, whimsical they are. That's they fair. Are action superhero dramas with a healthy sense of humor and whimsy which i appreciate i like the actors like the performances i heard season three was a little bit um of a step down um and i know season four is going to yeah it was a little forgettable uh, oh so you did watch it i i have seen all of it okay yes and i i thought season three it was decent um, but I watched it and I haven't thought about it once since, which is always one of those things where it's kind of like that speaks unlike Halo. Weirdly enough, a lot of people really hated that show, but I'm not into those games really. So I was pleasantly surprised okay. by how it picked up near the end, especially did some interesting things. So yeah, the umbrella Academy. Um, what what are your thoughts here, Dan? I guess so I want to put Halo there. At 14. I, I am fair to I am open to making that concession if we can can we put 
Nah, I'm, it's a non-conditional concession. I think that's fair. Okay. <laughs> it's just, again, Halo, it's not like I've, I've spent a ton of time pouring over it. I do yeah. think, it, remember, we're talking hype, not quality. Like the fact that they poured all this money into this big sci-fi drama based off of a very popular video game series, and they've succeeded in getting practically nobody to talk about it, uh, I do think is a knock against it. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. And I think fair. we should take that into account. I know that I don't you know, watched man. it and thought it was nobody. Nobody bad. talked about it. You didn't see the Master Cheek discourse. The master cheek? Oh, the yeah, ass. Because um, his butt was... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it, it went around, but I had to be reminded. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I think we can put Halo near the bottom of the list. I am. This is one where I personally am um, probably looking forward to it more than some of the other shows on this list. Mm -hmm. But just like uh, Star Wars, it kind of has something to prove. It didn't quite prove it with season True. one. I, I think season one was rough, but enjoyable. Like there were some things I really enjoyed and some things that were um, more interesting than I expected, to be honest. I, but there were right. also some things that didn't quite work as well also. So yeah, I think Halo can live lower on the list, even if I'll be watching it pretty early next I'm year. I think it willing to be um, impressed. So we'll see how it goes. Any okay. suggestions for the number two slot? I know that Julie wanted, I think it was either Outland or Umbrella Academy, and I don't want either of those in there. I think it has um, to be, uh, I'll give you my top four contenders. Go ahead. go ahead. I think three body problem, sure. fallouts, mm. or rings of power. Um. Okay. Here's my pro. Okay, I, I I'd agree with you on the three body problem. Uh, oh, you're gonna shit on Fallout? Okay, let's do it. I'm not gonna shit on. Listen, Fallout <laughs> is a big, splashy new Amazon drama based on a video game series, very popular video yes, game it series. Is. It's made by the Westworld people, and that gives me pause. It just does. Um, well, okay, okay. Okay, I like the trailer. I don't think it should be at like near the bottom of the list, but no, I definitely top portion of the list for me. But that's fair. That's fair. I, You're I not totally sold. Putting it in number two, the Rings of Power. I mean, that first season again it wasn't great. Yeah, not like at the very bottom, but that first season it, it was. I liked. I enjoyed the first season parts, a large parts of it. There. Mm. It got a lot of blowback. I don't think it was completely unwarranted. It was a bit of a shamblingly paced story. Maybe too big for its britches, kind of too much going on for them to really manage it in an yeah. entertaining, digestible way. I like the money spent on it. I liked the sights and sounds. Uh, I thought some of the character choices were a bit, I don't know, loopy and strange. It's this is kind of similar to Halo, honestly, where they had a really big thing. They dumped a ton of money into it and it didn't quite land. It wasn't terrible and it wasn't quite like uh, uh, transcendent either. It's kind of somewhere yeah. in the middle where it's like mistakes were made, but a lot of people still enjoyed it. Um, so that's fair. I think I kind of put it higher because I'm, I think, more curious to see what Rings of Power will do with a second season than some of these. But that's sure. also like... 
uh, professional curiosity more than like, God, I can't wait for the Rings of Power season two. Um, so I like Nicole's comment that if the Rings of Power could focus itself a bit more, it'd be much better. You know, I I think we forget yeah. that um, in this age of sort of prestige streaming TV, back in the day when I was young in the 70s, it was more common <laughs> for shows to like take a bit to get going. Like, yeah, for, for first seasons of shows were often like a bit of a rough patch because we were figuring things out. And today, like House of the Dragon is the exception, like a show to yes. kind of come out and just kind of fire on all cylinders right out of the gate. It's actually very rare. And a lot yeah. of shows do take times to take to like kind of build up and, and totally. get to where they're going. So the Wheel of Time it happened with, I thought that I was going to use that two. as an example. Yeah, totally. Um, and there's no reason the Rings of Power or Halo couldn't do the same things. But uh, for number two slot, I'd I'd. I'd nominate the three-body problem or Let's... Avatar The Last Airbender would be my choice. The I... three-body problem is based on okay. this, like you said, Lu Jin's, uh science fiction series. Very, very popular. And again, uh, Game of Thrones showers have been for Dan Weiss coming back, doing it again. I'm curious what happens there. I read the book. I liked the book. I'm ready for the show. It, it's completely untested. So I think if I had my way... I would put it at three and put the last airbender at two. I'm I, I'm prepared to move on this. Don't worry. Um, okay. Because it's based on a show that I love from, from the two thousands. I think everything I've seen so far looks really good. Uh, it's kind of live action version of this animated adventure series based on East Asian mythology, a lot of heart, a lot of humor, a lot of action, a lot of uh, mm. good old fashioned mm. entertainment. I think okay, uh, okay. after One Piece, I'm a little more trustful of Netflix's ability to turn an animated show into a live action show. And I am hyped for it. I'm hyped for okay. it. So if I am at the test here. So if I had my way, it would probably go House Dragon number one, Last Ever number two, Three Body Problem number three. But what do you think? So I... <laughs> I, man, the the one piece point is a good one. Where so I like Avatar: The Last Airbender too. I thought I loved the cartoon. I so I am really curious to see what Netflix does with this. And they did talking about goodwill. They won some last year with One Piece. For once, they got an animated adapt uh, live action adaptation that was great. Um, I am. So here's what I would say. I this is funny because I know virtually nothing about Three Body Problem beyond the the very broad strokes. I don't know anything about the story, but I think there is a chance for it to be a really exceptional series. Mm -hmm. Um man, Avatar though. I do love me some Avatar. Let me ask you. This will be my deciding factor on whether Avatar or Three Body Problem should go at number 2. Do you too. think do you think they'll uh -huh. nail the humor? I I don't know. Um, I, I haven't seen the All show. Right. Um, M. Night Shyamalan certainly didn't in his uh, movie version back in 2010. Uh, I think they'll do a better job than that. But the, yeah. but the floor is very low. Leo points out the original critters aren't involved, which is a, is a fair yes. point. They left. I, they left. Okay. And that's not I would a great put three, sign. I would put three body at two. Like Julie said. She said, please. Okay. 
I'm going to okay. say, please let us agree with Julie. I think three bodies should go at two. Avatar should go at three because I am hyped for Avatar. But I, okay. I, I think three body problem, that could be another huge like breakout hit that surprises everyone this year. What do you think? No, I, I, I'm with you. Um, yeah. Okay. Three body problem at number two because it's kind of a politically safe choice because it, it, we really don't know what it's going to be like. But yeah, the true. pedigree... The source material is very, it's classy shit. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's high-minded. It's, it's, it's naughty and kind of challenging in the way that good hard sci-fi is. The people who are making it come very highly recommended. So yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. I also forgot about, about Interview with the Vampire. Uh, Cause I, I loved that show too. I loved the first season. I thought it was uh, excellent. I just thought it was took this old story that I've known from since I was, since I was pretty young um, about these two vampires roaming the world together, getting all kinds of trouble and mm -hmm. redid it in a way that wasn't boring in a way that brought a lot of freshness to it. And that didn't crap on the source material. And it was just very exciting to watch. Performances are great. Jacob Anderson is great as Louie. Sam Reeves, great as Lestat there. And I have every reason to believe they'll continue killing it. But um, so I'd want that pretty high because I liked it an awful lot. Uh, but what else is on here? So can I can I nominate? I'm going to yeah. agree with Andrew Haley, who said this a little while back. I think Arcane should be one of our next choices. I, I think Arcane deserves to be pretty high up on the list. Season one of Arcane, you know, The Last of Us gets a lot of hype for being like, the the first great video game adaptation but arcane mm. was excellent far exceeded any expectations i had i think it was pretty much perfect at what it set out to do i think it told a really really compelling story um the animation was incredible um and it left on a really interesting note so i think arcane season two should be pretty high up here what, what are your thoughts what is it? I haven't seen it. And I'll admit, I have like, even though I'm seeing all these video game adaptations do a great job, I still have like a built-in prejudice about like, how good could it really be? It's based on like a multiplayer game. What is it's Arcane? So good. So Arcane, this is what makes it good is that it is based on a multiplayer game, which means they could just make a good story without worrying about like really making it exactly like the game. So basically Arcane is about these two sisters who grow up in this uh, like steampunk utopia city. Like they're in the slums of the city and they basically fall in with a crime ring and things go sour for them and they get split up. And then oh, no. fast forward, like, I think 10 years or something. One uh -huh. of them is like one of the most wanted criminals in the city. The other is basically taken, if I remember right, taken out of prison to help hunt down her sister. So no. there is like, there's a whole bunch of like family drama. There's another kid from their past who's involved. There are nobles in the in the upper city who are trying to invent new technology that ends up having some serious ramifications for everything. Um, I, it took the lore of, so it's based on League of Legends, took the lore yeah. of League of Legends, but then just like made a really compelling story out of it. Um, 
I yeah, I Arcane. I so you haven't seen Arcane. I haven't seen an no. interview with a vampire. True. I think Arcane is it is I really can't sing its prices enough. I thought it was just so okay. good. So you want it at four. I'm willing to trust you. I will, I would I I will trust you on Arcane that 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 it's this good. Okay. I yeah, I think Arcane should be four. It also ended on a huge cliffhanger too. Um where it, it's do. set up, yeah, set up the, the next season in a pretty shocking way. Um, yeah, they, they did. I was so impressed. I did not have high expectations for Arcane. And uh, if you're not hooked on it by like episode three, episode three has a pretty big twist in it. Uh, then, yeah, I'm willing to eat my my words. But I think you would probably enjoy it knowing cool. nothing about League of Legends. So that says something, too. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go with that. I will I, I trust your judgment. And then okay. five for interview. Um I think yeah, I think so. I don't see anything I would rank above that. The only other high contender for me is Fallout. And that one is a bit of a wild card, like you said, it because it's a bit of a wild we, card. We, you know, the the Westworld people, so this is Jonah Nolan and Lisa Joy. They also produced The Peripheral, which I thought was a great show. And, you know, everyone likes to crap on Westworld, but the first few seasons of Westworld were very good, um, especially the, <laughs> the first season of Westworld. I think Fallout could be excellent, but it, it like you said, it, it's a wild card. We don't know. So what else would you rank, really? Should we jump to the bottom of the list? Should we keep going on number six? What are your thoughts here? Uh, let me read some, a couple of comments. We got some good comments on here. Some talking about animation okay. in uh, the chat. We got uh, Valorius three thousand agrees with you that Arcane is great. Andrew loves Arcane too. Um, Valorius would have father at number one. I okay. Let's look at this list. I hear you about the Westworld people. Nolan enjoying making some good stuff. Listen, I'm I'm still hurt. I mean, I, I still watched Westworld and I, along with everybody else, was really absorbed by that first season and then just watched the show melt. Um, yeah, they have to earn back my trust. Although, again, I did like the okay. trailer. I thought the trailer was entertaining. I thought it kind of hit that um, that line between post-apocalyptic action drama and kind of tongue-in-cheek pastiche flavored humor that the games do yes, well totally it the signs are good but westworld blue so um i can't give it the full faith and credit of my full-throated endorsement but it's okay. not gonna be at the bottom um yeah i think it should be in the the mid to top range i like all right so let's soon, let's look soon. at some some lower okay. one I mean, most of the rest of them, honestly, for me, I'm not super hyped for. Like, I think Strange it's New World would be pretty low for me, but that's because I, I'm not really into it. Julie suggested The Boys. Um, how hyped are you for The Boys season four? I'm tired. I'm tired. Are you really? <laughs> yeah, I a little, a little bit. Great. I I like the boys, but the boys is another one like the Umbrella Academy, where it is a lot of fun to watch, 
And then between seasons, I'm just like, that was a thing that happened. I'm not getting really obsessed with it and thinking about mm-hmm. it the way I am some sure. of these other shows. Um, I think the boys, you know, it should be again on the higher end of the list. I think it's probably a contender for, you know, let's say slots six through eight. I'm kind of looking at like the boy as I'm looking at fallout. Um, I feel like the boys has this issue where the guy who makes it Eric Kripke, like was working in long form cable TV, like the CW for yeah. like o- over a decade made supernatural supernatural yeah we're in 15 years he still sort of makes that show as if he's like working before the streaming revolution if that makes sense yeah it does the the seasons are set up to kind of be like a normal tv season where everything sort of not resets but it kind of ratchets down it's 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 not the game of thrones model of long term everything builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and builds until a huge climax it's a little more prosaic although i do like it i do think it goes balls to the walls i do love homelander i do think they have a real a great character (laughs) in him and kind of like an iconic um, super powerful sociopath who has caught on in the wider culture. I appreciate it for that. I and I'm looking forward to it. Um, God, what what could be after interview? Um, I, I think the boys is a contender. I think Lord of the Rings is a contender. I think Fault's a contender. I mean, even Doctor Who. I'm excited about. Not Outlander. Not The Walking Dead. I think those are those are our main ones. The ones you Umbrella. just said. So we're looking at Rings of Power, Fallout, and The Boys. And if you want to make the case for Doctor Who, I'm open to it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not into Doctor Who, uh, but I can appreciate the exciting place that the show is in. Um, I So why don't we leave the messy middle <laughs> and jump okay. down to, to the bottom again? I'm going to nominate, I think Star Trek Strange New Worlds should be 13. Or no, I, I yeah. take that back. I think the Umbrella Academy should be 13. Star Trek can be 12. What do you think? I mean, I'll, I'll trust you. Like Star Trek, I haven't really watched, but everyone seems to be quite enjoying some of the new stuff. I feel like yeah. they've kind of leveled off. Like at first, I it agree. was a bit rough. Discovery, I know, was the thing that people were split on. But Strange New Worlds has been very, has been received a lot of positive buzz. Uh, and I know people who like lower decks. There's too much, but it feels like yeah. they hit a groove. I agree. The Umbrella I'm Academy to budge on Star with, Trek. W- with apologies to Julie, it has lost <laughs> a lot of um, hype. It just has. Like people do not seem as psyched about it as they used to be. And I'm going to assume that's in part because season three was like a bit of a miss, uh, relatively speaking. Yeah, and so neither does as- Netflix. Because season one thing I think it's important to mention here, uh, season four, from what I recall, is only going to be six episodes. It's going to go real fast. Um, We left off Invincible because it was only four. So I think the combination of the maybe slightly lesser steam with a truncated episode count, which is really hard to do well in a final season. I think Mm -hmm. we've seen a lot of shows struggle like Game of Thrones, The Expanse, struggle to do a really fulfilling final season with that few episodes. Um, so 
I'm I'm sorry, Julie. I I'm happy that you'll get over it though. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm fine putting Umbrella Academy at uh number thirteen. All you okay. did was rave about the Expanse when that final season was on. I remember that. I loved it. I I well, let me put it this way. I loved the. I think they did as good of a job as they possibly could have done. Okay. With the six episodes and the final episode's like an hour and a half. It's basically like a movie. And so gotcha. it's not that it's bad. It's just that it, it was obvious they had some constraints they were working against to have because it was a lower episode count. There were things that probably could have been even better if they just had more time to breathe. And, you know, that was always my big issue with the final season of Thrones as well. I love I love a lot of things mm. on it. I just sure. wish they had another episode or two for things to breathe, basically. Um, what about... And yeah, uh, sorry, go on. That's okay. I was just going to agree with uh, Valorius3000, I think, said this about the boys. Is it superhero fatigue? Maybe the boys in the mm. Umbrella Academy are kind of, uh, you know, unfortunate side casualties of that mm. for me. But I'm not super excited for either of them. It's an interesting phenomenon. Julie says it's on the list. And you may prove incorrect, then she can laugh, which, yeah, I I, yeah. I hope we are wrong and you are cackling over our folly. Happy what to about, be proven um, wrong. I'll root for Tom what? Hopper. I hope his show has a good final season. Black Sails, yes. he's in that one, too. Love okay. Black Sails. That's right. What about um The Walking Dead uh, in 12? That is a franchise that just keeps a chugging, even though I think most of the, it feels like most of the kind of viewing public who used to be big fans sort of left it behind. I'm not gonna say it's running on fumes because th they have gotten pretty good marks, pretty good, like overall pretty good. And a yeah. series that features the return of two of the show's original big players, Andrew Lincoln and Denai Guerrera, is a biggish deal yeah it but is. i mean i i left walking dead behind years ago and i i can't see myself crawling back i think so if if this was not rick and michonne it would be a no-brainer mm -hmm. for a low slot because it's sure. rick and michonne i feel a little torn but looking at what else we have left on the list so these are the remaining shows i'll read them off so people know we have Rings of Power, Fallout, Doctor Who, The Boys, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, and Outlander are our remaining seven shows. Seven? However many fingers I had. Um, I think out of those, The Walking Dead probably does deserve to go in 12. You think? What do you think? Oh, I thought you were going to fight me on that. Um, so either that or Star Trek for me. Um, and I'm... I'm willing. Walking Dead is another one of those series where it has stuff to prove, which I guess is like, I guess if we've been going through the streaming wars and had, you know, this golden age of more shows, the theme of 2024 seems to be streamers. You have stuff to prove. You're all trying to put ads on on your platforms now. <laughs> You've burnt a lot of goodwill with with viewers so much. Um, and The Walking Dead is a great example of this where. Uh, they really tanked their final season, in my opinion, to set up a slew of spinoffs to make it a never-ending series. And Dead City, I heard, was pretty good. Daryl Dixon was pretty decent, too. Um, good. So it could be that, that the ones who live is great. 
uh, but it's got to prove that it will be first, I think. Okay, so that's fine. I'm, I'm Walking Dead and Star Trek for 12 and 11? Sure. If you think Strange New Worlds... Wait, 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 wait. This is silly. So are you going to watch The Ones Who Live? No. Okay. Are you going to watch Strange New Worlds? Maybe. Oh, okay. Then I keep then hearing great things about it. Then let's put Strange New Worlds at eleven. What do you think of that? I, I, I suggested it. Oh, great! I'm all in. I, I didn't know who. I'm sorry. I saw Julie in the chat. <laughs> yes. So I let's go with your suggestion then. That sounds great. I need more coffee. <laughs> or less. Never. You take that back. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay, good. We're moving along. We're chugging. We're getting stuff done. Uh, so, okay. We have a healthy five left. A healthy God. five. Um, I think we cannot... need to put Outlander at 10. I was going to suggest that. I yeah. feel like I'm being a bit petty, though, because Outlander is one that I'm not really interested in personally. But is it... Has it earned more goodwill than, say, the Rings of Power? I'm getting yes. nervous. Like, right now... You think? Yeah, absolutely. Outlander is never... So for context here, I've been watching Outlander since it started. I mm -hmm. stopped watching it after... I think in during season six. Um, I did not see all of season six. I haven't watched season seven. So six is the one that was a pandemic season. It was shortened. It was still good. Yeah. They just clearly had to you know they didn't didn't run as many episodes as they wanted season seven is like the big return to form it's the first time the show has done a split season since mm -hmm. i want to say season two it used to be a normal thing it did where it, it like in sure. the first few seasons where they aired some in the fall and then some in the spring like back in um, the day back in the day back when game of thrones was on and outlander was one of the few actual contenders it had in the same sort of genre space Ooh, okay. Julie says, I love Outlander, but Agria has been a bit off. But I keep hoping for better nice. things. Um, and Nicole says, uh, yeah, it's made by Ronald Moore, who also made For All Mankind, also yes, made the 2000s Battlestar Galactica remake. Yes, uh, amazing, amazing uh, creative. So, yeah, I think Outlander... <laughs> it's funny that you want to put Rings of Power lower than Outlander. I, I feel like that's fair, but also... Are we going to talk more about Rings of Power? Like, probably. Oh, us? Yeah. But, yeah. Um, will it be better? Like, the Rings of Power... Well, this isn't... Swung this hard. Isn't, this is hype. And it's, it's not it quality, it, it, it right? And it is our personal perspective. Although we want to, like, try and be this, like, mix of subjective and objective, which is uh, precarious, yeah. but fun. Okay, <laughs> I'm with you. Fine. Uh, Outlander at number 10. I'm willing you to put, want to it put there. Rings of Power at nine, then? Is I that don't where think you're leaning? I could, in good conscience, put it somewhere else. I guess yeah, we'll I think that's fair. keep saying the same thing we've been saying. It has a lot to prove. That's the title of the show. 2024, everyone. You have a lot of nerve, 2024. That's a lot to prove. 2024 is a lot to prove. Um, it yeah. does. It came in with a, with a lot of uh, promotion, a lot of advertising. And it ended up being uh, pretty hit and miss. Yeah. So, and again, like shows often get better in the second seasons. It's happened sure. recently. 
Uh, it's just, it's just like nowadays when shows cost so much up front, it, yes. it's kind of embarrassing when they aren't really good right out of the gate. Because that's, yeah, I think you're hitting the nail on the head. You know, when you're making the most expensive show in history and it has mm-hmm. misfires and it's first season. Yeah, that that is definitely it is interesting how the the public perception is, you know, we want it to be an immediate hit. And you're right. A lot of shows do take time to find their footing. Um, but like like Valorius said, I'm more excited for Outlander and haven't even <laughs> seen the latest season. And like, I agree with that. Like, I am thinking about getting back into Outlander because of, you know, kind of the word of mouth of season seven and just where it's at in the series, you know, nearing its end, this really long running prestigious series. Um, it's true. Whereas the, it is wrapping the, up. Yeah, the Rings of Power, it's, you know, we've got Sauron out there in the open now, uh, giving Galadriel the eyes and, you know, maybe finding an army of orcs somewhere. So I'm sure it'll be interesting, but I don't think there's any way it outranks our other three remaining shows. I agree. Put it on there. I I, I had a point. Oh, yeah. It's like back in the day, like... (laughs) The Office or Seinfeld had like kind of weakish first seasons, but they sure. were with like fairly unknown people and they didn't have any special effects. And you can get away with that. You can't get away with that anymore. If you have a show like The Rings of Power, like it's just not the same thing. You need to be you need to justify your budget. Yeah. Um, just well, I think justifying why there's a weaker season too. like like there were a lot of shows that did have kind of kind of rocky seasons, like you said, and a lot of them were due to budget things or like during the writer's strike the last one there were a lot mm, of shows that had mm. truncated first seasons like i want to say breaking bad and the walking dead both oh, had very short right. first seasons um and they were still good that's the thing they were still good but they weren't uh-huh. the level of excellent that the shows grew to be um right. so yeah it's it is and they were still smaller scale like Breaking Bad is not yes. House of the Dragon or the Rings of Power. At the end of the day, it's about a bald guy in Albuquerque who like yeah. makes who like lives in a van and and cooks you know food probably. I don't know. Yeah, um, it, it, exactly. It, 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 it's not it's a fans of Middle Earth stuff. Yeah. It's the bear a is the bear. a spinoff. It's the bear. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking Bad, the bear. Okay, Man, so that's we got a show I'm hyped for to come back. Okie okay, dokie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pretty good idea of what the next three should be. Um, Me too. I will pitch it to you now. I okay. would put Doctor Who at um, eight. I'd put The Boys at seven. I put Fallout at six. Wow, I expected to have to fight for Fallout here. I, I that's exactly how I it would rank them fun. too. It looks fun. Though now that I say it, though, perhaps Fallout should be at seven and The Boys at six. Ah, ah, should it though? Should it? Should it? Should you didn't even watch Gen V. Eight should be Doctor Who. I I think definitely. Um, I wanted to again, include Doctor Who because obviously it's a show with a very long pedigree. It's been around since the 1960s, and it's had ups and downs. There's there's more energy around it right now with the return of Russell T yes. Davies, um, who is a great hype man he's so good at getting out there and talking up stuff and kind of crafting these events like he made these specials that had david Tennant in them 
he got people, I don't know, talking about Doctor Who again. And I, I'm not sure if, if he'll be able to sustain that level of interest into a brand new season with a brand new actor. But uh, the signs are good. It doesn't really have anything to prove. It's been on for freaking ever. Um, it can do yeah. what it wants pretty much. But um, I'm more interested than I have been in a while. And I think it should be in the list. In another year, I'm not sure it would even get on the top 15 list. But this year, I think it should be represented. I agree with everything you just said about it. Uh, I, I think awesome. in, a, in a normal year, it probably would be much lower or not on the list. Doctor Who, you know, it doesn't necessarily have something to prove, but also it kind of is acting like it does uh, just in terms of Russell T. Davies coming back. These David Tennant yeah. specials leading into this new doctor. Um, it, it is one of the most interesting times in recent Doctor Who memory. And I am not a Doctor Who. I'm not a Whovian, uh, but I... Can definitely appreciate where where it's at and where the fans are at with that show. So yeah, I I think that's eight. You know, I personally am obviously more hyped for Rings of Power, but I I think we should keep Doctor Who at eight. I think that's very reasonable, respectable. I can't rank Rings of Power too high considering the first season was as choppy as it was. I just can't. That's fair. Um, but it should be on there. Okay, so the final two spots. Yes. The boys and Fallout, which goes where I do think, given my druthers, I probably put the boys at six and Fallout at seven. I think the boys, I know that you're kind of um, fading on it. And I mean, I am. I, I, guess, I guess I'm just not. I'm. You haven't even maybe, watched the latest boys. I, I didn't watch the spinoff. I don't have to, I don't want, I don't have to watch the, the spinoff. spinoff. The spit, you do have to watch the spinoff. So that's not where the, the boys are at. Well, the producers are lying to you for for better <laughs> press. Probably are, yeah. Uh, the Gen V absolutely sets up the next season of The Boys in multiple ways. It is the same timeline. It features a bunch of the same characters. It, it has cliffhangers that are a direct setup for the next season. Um, they, you know, Eric Kripke playing his pre-streaming game might tell you, you know, you don't need to watch the crossovers to get, you know, you don't need to watch Angel to appreciate Buffy or whatever. But we all know that he, which you didn't, but you could get more out of those crossovers if you Mm, did. And that is absolutely the way that Gen V is geared. Um, And it's getting a second season that is probably going to come out after season four. I think Fallout deserves to be six. Because it is a very bold endeavor. It is canon to the games, which for people who are into the games, that's like, wait, what? Uh, So this is a new story that is being made with the blessing of the game studio, Bethesda, Mm -hmm. that is still in line, not going to contradict anything they've done. I think they've captured the Fallout humor, at least from the trailer. Um, I think there is a chance... The fallout will blow up and be huge, similar to how something sure. like, I don't think it will be quite like The Last of Us because that was a very specific thing where they had a Breaking Bad level story in a video game. All they had to do was not mess it up. This is yeah. an instance where it's like the story, they can really do whatever the hell they want as long as they nail the tone and the world. Um, I think there's a chance Fallout could be a mega hit this year. And I think the boys is going to just be more of the boys. And season three was not a mega hit. 
I'm sorry. It was a to hit say. though. It was as consistent. It was it was about the same level as Bimmer, which is quite solid. And it, it has was... a timely breakout character star narrative around it, which the source material for that has not exhausted itself. Like this being an election year and That's the true. boys kind of um digging into satire the way it does, it's always been at its best when it's coming along at the right time and this could be the yeah. right time i i that don't like the the fact that you have to watch gen v i'm still not sure because i made the angel buff comparison i'm like you did not have to watch those i remember those i'm very very old that was a bad um, comparison it's more than angel was for okay. buffy the the tie-in gotcha. for gen v it, it is and i don't like that i don't like it's kind of has spin-off poisoning i'm not sure it how does. i feel about like it's a canon fallout game though either because that also kind of smacks of integration synergy cross branding stuff that is gives me actually raise an eyebrow a little bit i think i'm honestly not quite convinced i think she put it to a vote um okay i'm okay with i i think that's the right choice because i was like do we flip a coin because i don't think we're gonna convince either one of us to go the other way here so in the chat right wait wait no i'm changing my mind because andrew said what i was just thinking and it it swayed me to your side Gen V is for the boys as Book of Boba Fett is to Mandalorian. If that's true, then Gen V can go to hell because <laughs> I was literally just thinking. The, so my partner and I used to watch The Mandalorian and then we watched The Book of Boba Fett, which is like all of so boring. No, I watched it. And then I told them like it, it's totally set up the next season of The Mandalorian, which you had to watch it if you want to see The Mandalorian, what happens next. And then they stop watching. They're like, I'm not doing that. That's ransom. That's holding me hostage. That's, that's bullshit. ransom. <laughs> so uh, if yeah. that's what Gen V is like, I do disapprove. So so I'm going to give you some context here without spoiling too much. So I think Andrew, Andrew is right. Um, with, the accept, with the note that Gen V is really good. So Gen mm. V is a much, much better <laughs> show nice. than Book of Boba Fett. It's worth watching on its own, but it introduces things at the end, which are going to be main plot points for the boys season four. So basically there is, you've, you've edited reviews and stuff for this. So you probably know the broad yeah. strokes. They yeah. introduce this idea of a, of a soup I'm aware. disease, basically. And that's not something where it's just like, oh, an afterthought in Gen V. Like Gen V is about that to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the end sets up, oh, this is how the characters from the boys know about it because this whole thing happened in Gen V and they happen to have found out that way. Um, so I do think that's right. Uh, it, how much that's the case, will we kind of have to wait and see until the boys season four comes out. But right. it is similar it's a similar okay. sketch. I hope, and I think they will do it more smoothly than the boys and the man, than Disney so the Mandalorian. But invoking it gives me bad feelings, and so <laughs> I'm gonna be on. I'm on board with you. That okay, fine. Woo! The boys number seven <laughs> and Fallout number six, and then we have a list. And then we have a list. And if Fallout's terrible, I'm happy to fall on the sword and eat my hat or whatever at the end of the year. But <laughs> yeah. I, I've just, I've got faith. It's going to be a good one, uh, you know? So we'll see. Let's read this list out. Okay. This is our list of the 15 most hotly anticipated hype, if you will, shows of 2024. 
Number one, House of the Dragon. The dragon's back, baby. You're the dragon. Let's go. Number two, three-body right. problem. Game of Thrones showrunners return for a high-concept, challenging sci-fi extravaganza. Number three, Avatar, The Last Airbender. This time, good. Um, number four, <laughs> Arcane. I haven't seen it. You love it. I'm a trust ya. Dystopia. Uh, number five, Interview with the Vampire, season two. The first season was terrific. Looking forward to the second one with much earnesty. Uh, number six, Fallout. I hope it's good. People love the video games. Trailer <laughs> looked great. Westworld people, uh, dicey, but we'll see. Number seven, The Boys. It's still good. Season four, it's still fun. It's still subversive. It's still exciting. I'm into it. Number eight, Doctor Who has a bit of a revival going on. New old showrunner, new actors. Let's get into it. Number nine, The Rings of Power, season two, first season kind of dodgy, but I like Lord of the Rings of Middle-Earth, willing to give you a second chance. Number 10, Outlander, time-traveling romance, one or two more times, let's go. (laughs) Number 11, all things Star Trek, Star Trek Strange New Worlds, a lot of good press, a lot of good buzz. Will this be the year it goes all the way to the final frontier? Number 12, The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live. It's cool that Rick and Michelle are coming back, but eh, man, this franchise has been around a while and it's getting kind of long of a tooth. Number 13, The Umbrella Academy, fourth and final season. Show is fun, but sort of diminishing over the years, but I'll watch the final one. Why not? Number 14, The Halo Show. It's a thing. And number 15, <laughs> Star Wars, The Acolytes, Star, The Acolyte, Star Wars, Skeleton Crew. <sighs> More Star Wars might be decent. We'll see. And those well are said. our 15 most hype shows of 2024. Do you, th- do you like the list, Daniel? Do you like the list, uh, people out there? I do. I This list feels right to me. It resonates deep in my soul that we have <laughs> plumbed the depths of our nerd knowledge. We have uh, taken into account all of you guys in the chat. Thank you so much for being so active today. And I am confident that... At this time next year, or at the end of this year, we'll look back and think, man, we were spot on with our list of the 15 most hype shows of 2024. Yeah, Uh, we'll do that in 12 months time. But between then, we'll have tons of shows every week, every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time here on the Winner is Coming YouTube page and Facebook page. We'll talk about all things sci-fi, fantasy movies, TV. We'll review these shows as they come out, if they're worth reviewing, good or bad. I, apparently, I'm hilarious. I don't know what I said. Uh, but, Julie, uh, Julie's comment. Agree with 1 in 15. <laughs> Fair, Julie. Agree with 1 in 15. Okay. And uh, if you want to hear some podcasts, you can download us wherever podcasts are available, Google, iTunes, or elsewhere. And just join us every Wednesday, all year. We're going to grow this channel. We're going to grow a community. We're going to give you top shelf discussion and content is going to be awesome you guys are great you guys are funny you guys are witty you guys can great comments hope to see you all year um and just join us all year for getting the first and last things correct goodbye see you next week take care all this podcast is brought to you by fansite join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.